Hey, you guys. Thanks for coming back. Nice to see you. This is Richard Sachs, host on Lost Arts Radio Live. That's the name of this program, Lost Arts Radio Live. It's related to current events. And we've got an hour, more or less, sometimes a little bit less or a little over, just to talk about what's going on in the world. And before I get started, for reasons that will become obvious as you listen a little bit more, I suggest that you... Do whatever you have to. Go to lostartsradio.com and uh, get familiar with the new sites that we're showing up on that are more free speech oriented than the major ones. Um, Because if you're listening to us on a main site, that may be a a privilege of freedom that you don't have for very long based on what I'm going to be talking about. But it's really hard not to just say everything. And it's a delicate, you know, question of what to do when people are just disappearing all over the place based on just telling the truth because it's becoming unacceptable. Um, and I guess the the controllers hope that by doing that, they're going to keep most of the people in civilization, well, it's not really civilization, but, you know, society, what, what they call civilization, they're going to keep most of them from knowing what's going on. And hopefully they're wrong. But when you see at least some part of the picture, then it's not like you have an obligation to go tell people who don't want to know. But you do have, I think, a responsibility to share what you know with people who are interested. And that's what I'm attempting to do in this interesting situation. So um, I'm going to take one more step toward being open tonight. Because I'm going to mention a couple of names that you're not supposed to mention in the current environment. One is Mike Adams, and the other is Dr. Uh, Joe Mercola. Mike and Joe have both been attacked recently. They've both been banned for a while, but they've both been personally threatened now. Excuse me, which is um, a step beyond just being banned. They're being personally threatened with physical harm and probably, is just my guess, harm to... The whole thing is my guess, really. They've both done videos that we've posted on lostartsradio.com about the fact that they've been personally threatened. So we know that's true. And my guess is that their family members have been the usual stuff, you know, because the situation we're in is... is The world is being controlled by a network of mega mafias, and it's probably an insult to the mafias, the real mafias, to say that, because the people that are running the world are are worse. You know, they're they're the the violent arm of satanic uh, world, and there's not very many of the people running it. They're really small number at at the top of the human power structure, and then if I can say, you know, what I've seen above that is that the top of it is not human. It it doesn't look human. It's not in physical form at all. And <clears throat> they're really good at organization because they've managed to get almost 8 billion people on the planet um, to largely control ourselves. And the way to, that they get us to do that is out of fear. So, and that shows up in a lot of different forms in getting us to fight with each other and worry about who is what supposed race or really stupid things like that. 
I mean, and people get pe- people are so out of it now and so hypnotized. I think a lot of that's done by frequency weapons that they actually fall for that. Whereas an awake human, they they would hardly comprehend racism. They couldn't imagine it. And the media has been able to push everybody into it, or a lot of people, and it's just totally ridiculous. Because we're spirit. We're not the color of our costume. You know, we're wearing these particular costumes for a short time, during what they call a physical lifetime. But that's not who you are. If that was who you are, you would cease to exist at the end of this lifetime. And I can tell you from experience, that is not what happens. And it would mean that you never existed before your physical body got constructed in your mother's womb. And that's not true either. So any kind of consciousness that I'm hoping would come back to humanity would make it obvious that if we're all spirit, which doesn't have former color, not physically anyway, then who would ever fall for hating or, or you know, worshiping each other based on a good or a bad idea of what color skin is good or bad, really, really stupid. I mean, it would nobody would ever fall for that. But there's a lot of things going on in the world now that nobody conscious would ever fall for either. So we have a problem of unconsciousness right now in a narrowing window of time to fix that, or else there's going to be more unpleasantness happening. And I, I don't want to see that happen. I want to see it happen get fixed soon and people remind me that well it's all God's will and all this stuff and I know in a way things are predestined because even though we experience them as free will um, if somebody really knew us down to the lowest details finest details they would know what free will choices we're going to make because you can only make choices based on who you are and your experience and your impressions and your perception that's true, but within that illusion of total free will, I think it's important what we choose because it's a growing process if we go through it as a learning experience. So anyway, not to get too far off the track here, the, the main initial focus of this brief um, visit was going to be, yeah, Mike Adams and Joe Mercola have done great work, both of them. I haven't always agreed with either one of them, but that's not the point you know, people that you don't agree with on everything doesn't mean they're bad people. That's another really dull perception that has been forced on us. That's not true. And and the idea that somebody has to be either all good or all bad is also complete nonsense. You know, people are evolving. There are different stages of consciousness evolution and they're learning. They're going through different lessons. And... They may have some perceptions that are right on and then other ones next to it, they really mistake what's going on there. It doesn't mean they're bad. It means they need to keep learning like we do. So anyway, both uh, Joe Mercola and Mike Adams have been now personally threatened. And the reason that 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 was the case, and this is, you could kind of define this as terrorism, right? A personal threat, wanting to force a certain action you know often well people say it's related to politics but what is politics i mean it's what's going on at certain parts of the world certain aspects of life 
And in the case of Joe Mercola, what was his crime that he got personally threatened for? Do you know? Did you read that article that we put up or some other article that explained it or maybe one of Joe's own videos of which he does a lot of them every day? And I still really recommend if you want, you know, a wider spectrum of perception of what's happening in the world to subscribe to Joe Mercola and Mike Adams, both of them. You'll get videos and audios that are really educational every day and it doesn't cost anything at all. Anyway, Joe Mercola's crime was that he talked about hydroxychloroquine um, curing what they call the pandemic. And he talked about zinc, D3, and vitamin C, and hydrogen peroxide, and various other things, nutrients that are totally safe. You know, real medicine doesn't have these bad side effects. It doesn't have any. None. Because... That's been known since long before Hippocrates, but Hippocrates said it well. He said, don't do any harm. Do no harm. You know, physician, heal thyself. I'm not sure if he's the one who said that. But um, it's like, heal yourself. Demonstrate what you're talking about. Don't just go out, you know, do a lot of stupid things and eat junk food and then tell the person to become all organic or something like that. You have to do it. If you're the healing person, you should be really busy um, trying to heal yourself. And if you've done pretty well at that, then you recalibrate and say, okay, here's where I'm starting. What's the next stage? And be mostly focused on upgrading yourself all the time. Because you don't have to worry about the effect on other people. That's constant. Whether you're in a good or bad space, you're affecting everybody. So uh, Joe didn't want to take down all of his good health information because he was doing no harm like a doctor is supposed to do and just telling people about uh, remedies that work 100%. I mean, the people who are doing them are doctors are doing it and say, look, this works. And then they get visited by agencies and by enforcers and authorities who say, sorry, it's not proven, you're a criminal. Uh, and and the doc- I know many cases like this, and the well-known doctor will say, excuse me, not proven. I just did 500 people, and every single one of them got better. What are you talking about, not proven? And they say, it's not in the journals. And, of course, it can't be in the journals. I've talked to the owners of the journals, and they won't let anything in there that is prohibited by their sponsors. And you can guess who the sponsors are. So, but that's what they say, and it doesn't have to be FDA. It can be FTC saying that it's illegal advertising of a false statement, you know, an unproven medicine or whatever they want to say. It's a control by a network of mafias. It has nothing to do with real science at all. So they gave Joe Mercola a choice. It's totally up to you, Joe. You can, uh, Dr. Mercola, you can leave this up and face the consequences or you can take it down and keep operating. And they had already shadow banned him down to 1% on the major platforms. So he said, okay, I have to take it all down because, you know, I can't risk this degree of personal damage. And I would imagine that he was concerned about his family as well. And now the same thing with Mike. And what Mike had to take down was saying that, look, these people behind... The fake pandemic, they are guilty of 
crimes against humanity obviously true i mean if you're watching this or you're a monitor or a sensor from one of the big platforms is saying, yeah, shadow ban this guy down to, you know, one out of a thousand or one out of a million or something like that. That's why a lot of our videos that I think are probably pretty interesting are getting like almost no views. But I want to stay on the platform as long as we can because a lot of you are there. And maybe some of you would help share the links because that would help a little bit, you know, get a few views at least. Um, Anyway, Mike had put up a thing comparing the people that are promoting this fake information now and spreading terror and fear about the pandemic and hiding all the real solutions for it, which they are aggressively doing. And they've done that from the beginning. Tune into that, you know, what that is. That's a huge crime against humanity. Just, you know, like when... When Trump, who had a lot of flaws and now has gone into complete complicity with mass murder, in my opinion, still not a bad person. I, I think he really has that misconception that the medical authorities are trustable. A lot of people do. And, you know, we're not going to go into that in great detail right now because we don't have a lot of time. But uh, many people assume that because Trump is pushing the injections that obviously – Huge numbers are dying from. You're not supposed to know that, no. Uh, Trump must be in on it or a bad person. I don't think so because of some of the other things he's done. Something was done to him or it became clear to him that his family would be killed or anything. So he's really, you know, promoting the mass murder, in my opinion. That's a major crime against humanity. And I can't ever support that because I don't want all those people killed or even injured. I don't think that's a good thing. But uh, so Mike Adams made a really good podcast about how Nuremberg trials need to be held for these people. And remember, if you're working for one of these companies that's censoring all this stuff, you're complicit. And you have an opportunity to either stop and do something honest which would re really be much better for you, not to mention everybody else, or keep your position and become a whistleblower from inside and go to Project Veritas, go to somewhere like that that'll help you. That's the best place. And expose all these monster corporations that are knowingly trying to destroy civilization because that's what it's about. That's what Mike was writing about and he had to take it down and I agree with him that there there are times to self-censor and some people, you know, Alex does great shows all the, every day, but he said, you know, don't self-censor. <clears throat> I think Mike was correct to self-censor in this case, and so was Dr. Mercola, because it means they can keep operating. And then they have to look for other things, which Mercola said that he's doing, and there are things being based outside the country in places that are not taking part in the censorship that are going to do certain legal projects that will help stop all this. So I th that's a strategy that I think makes sense. Self-censor where you absolutely have to to stay operating and then at the same time approach it from another angle completely and um, 
do something with the fact that you're still operating so that it will help end the whole situation. So both of them are have that same idea as far as I can tell. Um, Mike wanted everybody to know that Oh, oh one, I should have told you one of the things about the threatening phone call that he got. He got a threatening phone call from somebody who said, "I'm from I'm with the government. I don't think he specified what part or gave any proof that it was true, but a lot of information indicated that it sounded true." And I agree with you, Mike. I think what you're doing is great. All of us here in my whatever part of the government the person was in, I think was a man no name given and he said um, we're not allowing anything to be done to our bodies we're not taking the injection which everybody's being pressured to take right now but we know that the um, current administration you know the fake president that we've got Biden and Biden is, I don't think Biden is knowingly doing much of what's going on because he's really incoherent but his bosses the people running his operation there have mandated that he get at least 70% of the adults fully vaccinated right away in America. Okay, so I don't know what the official number is, 340 million or something like that. 70% of that means like 250 million off the top of my head real quick. Uh, That's a lot of people. And anybody that is getting in the way of that and actively encouraging people not to do that to themselves or their kids is to be attacked. And the phone caller said that uh, they would be taking down, seizing the domain name of Natural News if Mike decided not to go along with this. So he decided to self-censor and he said, for the time that it's still up, unless all of his sites are taken down at the same time, which could be. He wanted everybody to know that Brideon.com is still operating and Newstarget.com and natural news, Natural.News is still an address that works. Um, and then there's another IP address. He was really thorough with this. He all, I, all IP addresses have a number, and he's that number, apparently, you can put it in the URL bar and go directly to that address. And his is 45 45.89.97.6. 45.89.97.6. Now, it's possible that all those, including the numbered URL, could all be taken down at the same time, all seized at once. And if that happens, that's the end of it, uh, being able to get anything from there. But um, having all those together and others may be started gives at least a chance to keep the information going for a longer time. And that's what we're doing with lostartsradio.com as well. Uh, If platforms that our videos or other things are on disappear or we disappear off them, uh, lostartsradio.com will be there the longest, I think. And right now, even though we're heavily shadow banned, we're it's successful. We're not we're not reaching the people that Mike Adams is, and so we'll probably last a little bit longer because of that. But the other important thing that was told to Mike in this uh, 
friendly, threatening phone call was that uh, false flags are in preparation that will demonize anti-vaxxers and gun owners so that they can criminalize not taking the vaccine and that they can um, disarm American citizens, which is, would be a really bad thing <clears throat> to have happen. And there are a lot of very zombified, unconscious uh, people on on the. Uh, I I think that think of themselves as progressive, I guess, who think that disarming the public would be a really great thing, and it would make us all safe. And that is completely the opposite of what's true. That places where the it's hardest to get firearms are where the violent crime is the highest. Cities like Chicago and a lot of other ones in the U.S., uh, countries like Mexico where they have a complete gun ban and there are hundreds of thousands of people killed by the cartels. Um, I don't know if the people who are fighting to ban guns are really that dumb or whether they're getting paid off for it. I'm not sure. Maybe it's a combination. Um, anyway, this false flag that Mike was warned about is in preparation supposedly now and so if that gets widely exposed in enough detail, which I hope we get before before it's too late, that maybe that could be stopped. Exposing it is probably the best way because um, you definitely don't want <clears throat> to justify even harsher laws forcing you to get poisonous uh, interventions injected into your body. They don't, they've never prevented any disease that way, and I've done the research to tell back to before 1800. And then this myth that it's the greatest scientific discovery in history, certainly in medical history, um, and that it's prevented all these disease, it's eradicated polio and smallpox and all this stuff. Um, that's great, except for it's completely not true. And maybe on some platform we can go into the details of that. Sherry Tenpenny has done a lot of it in video. Uh, I think she's kicked off YouTube as a result now, but she's on Brighteon. She's got a lot on Rumble and BitChute. And I really recommend taking the time to watch Sherry Tenpenny's videos. Also, another group that we've been posting lately is called The Five Doctors. And there you can look it up by that name on BitChute and Rumble. Doing a fantastic job. Most of them you'll see on lostartsradio.com on our Sunday show, which is still on many platforms that you can find out. Um, but CDC is working hard to pay off social media influencers, popular people on social media, to say how great it is to get yourself injected with things that they don't even have a clue what's in it. I mean, what intelligence level would you give that? On a scale of 1 to 100, you know, not very high, right? Because even once you start learning the things you're not supposed to know about taking care of your own body, you don't eat stuff that you don't know what it is. You don't, At least your food has to be organic. I mean, there's cheating in the organic world too, but it's a lot better than the ones that openly spray poison on the soil, spray poison on the food, harvest it, process it so it's totally dead, and then you're supposed to eat it. If that was an intelligence test, you know, 
hundreds of millions of people are failing that, even just in America and all over the place too. And that's eating the food. If you eat something poison, your stomach hits it with hydrochloric acid and then your liver and other systems in the body try to detox it as well as they can. And they're amazingly good at doing that, at least partially. If you inject it, you you bypass all that and it doesn't get detoxified. And if it's not going to prevent disease, and it might kill you, which, you know, I think the last figure I saw from from CDC, so it's authoritative. Listen to this, sensors and monitors. You guys really need to know this, because if you have human bodies, and maybe you have family members and kids in human bodies, you really should understand that blind obedience to authority is not a really intelligent position on things. And there are four or 5,000 recorded people that have been killed by the vaccine in the U.S. so far. And about 1% to 10% of the ones that happen get reported. So if there are 5,000 reported, that means there's 50,000 to 500,000 that are real people killed by the vaccine. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's CDC. I mean, I know it's emotionally hard to grasp this stuff because we've been trained all our lives to trust the authorities that are just working day and night, you know, to take care of us selflessly. And they just do anything to protect us. And these horrible misinformation people, they're working to clear that up uh, day and night so we won't have to listen to the wrong stuff. And to, to entertain the idea that it's actually the authorities that are behind this massive crime. It's just too much for most people's conditioning. And the idea is that eventually they'll be ready to hear that. But if you tell them now, they'll just get mad and won't listen. So um, all these groups, these government agencies and corporations and banks and everybody are working to get people to just... Just have blind trust. Just have blind trust. It's totally safe and effective. One in a trillion people even gets, you know, sore from it. It's totally safe. And then you look at the CDC VAERS uh, site, V-A-E-R-S, Vaccine Adver- Adverse Event Reporting System, and you'll see the numbers I just told you. You know, 1% to 10% of the real number is somewhere around four or 5,000 right now, and it's much higher in Europe. So um, definitely worth knowing about if you want to know what's happening and you don't want to just believe in something that you memorized for no reason that might be dangerous. Um, So I had mentioned before that if you're watching this as a monitor and right now you're probably satisfied with shadow banning us so that we miss 99% of our audience. But if you get tired of that um, and you realize what you're doing, and you want to do something good. I mentioned Project Veritas, and they, they've got uh, social media whistleblowers now, uh, exp- and they've explained to the world already, it's too late to stop it, that there are algorithms that are censoring anything like what I'm telling you right now, even remotely in that direction, and they're cutting it down so that it's not shared, it's not promoted. It's much harder to hear it. You have to go directly to a site. And they're very 
uh, strenuously making sure that people don't hear any of this stuff. Do you realize the magnitude of that kind of crime? Especially since, as we just went over the numbers, this intervention is killing people. And it's not true that they didn't do animal studies. They did on SARS-CoV-1. Very closely related. And most of the animals died. And in some cases, like when they used ferrets that have a system that is similar to humans, they all died. Not a really good result. They didn't all die right away. Most of them made it through, survived the initial injection or two injections. And then they went out into the wild and were exposed to the disease, uh, any kind of coronavirus, of which there are many, and it killed them all because their immune system was destroyed by the injections. Now, even if you get free ice cream, that's probably not a good idea. And what they're doing in Canada now luring kids in parks to get a free ice cream and without telling their parents get a shot and then if the parents run up and try to stop it the police block them and that's on video that we posted the magnitude is just it's it's way more than people can usually handle but we have to handle it because if you don't admit to yourself what's going on we can't come up with solutions and there are solutions I need more time. I've barely touched what I brought to uh, share with you, but you did need to know about the Canadian government. I think it was in Ontario that it's uh, being beta tested, tricking kids into getting the shot by offering them free ice cream. Um, And what Mike was told is that the 70% adult compliance was to achieve herd immunity. Mike is an actual scientist that runs a lab, and I know a lot of other real scientists who haven't become just memorizers of the new religion of scientism, and they say herd immunity is just complete nonsense. The only way herd immunity happens is if the natural disease comes through the herd, all the animals get it, horses or cows or sheep or whatever, and then they become immune because they had the disease. It, it really has nothing to do with vaccines, but it's catchy and it's being used. And the, all the big tech and the major media is fully in on it. <clears throat> One, Mike was wondering, you know, what what is the reason? A lot of people were wondering, what's the reason for the rush and the acceleration of the tyranny and the control right now? And why, <clears throat> why the uh, the rulers seem to be in such a hurry? to shut down any remaining free thought at all or or freedom of speech. And what most of these people think is that Rand Paul has been questioning um, the lord of the government, Dr. Fauci, the top brilliant health scientist aside from Bill Gates, who's the world's new doctor now. And Rand Paul has been exposing that Fauci completely lied about pretty much everything, and said there was no gain-of-function research and all. It's been exposed. Fauci oversaw funding it in the U.S. and then in Wuhan. Trump was totally wrong calling it the China virus. That might be where it was released on the public, but it was a China-U.S. joint project to create this situation. 
and all the history has been posted on many sites, including lostartsradio.com. And Dr. Boyle has explained how the U.S. labs operate to create uh, pathogens like this. That's their whole job. They're bioweapons labs. They're illegal in the U.S., and they're going on today. They just make it illegal, and the people ignore it because the real deep state that Trump had no idea of the depth and scope of it is in charge of this stuff, and they own most of the courts and the judges. Now, I have to say that there are solutions to this, and it's very important. That's the only reason to know about what's going on. Um, A lot of things are coming out right now. There's audits on the fake American election that just happened that was completely fake, and with all my criticisms of Trump, he did win in a landslide, probably got over 80 million votes. And Biden was nowhere near that, probably 60 at the most, which is amazing that anybody would have voted for Biden anyway. But some people did. And uh, there's counting going on, forensic audits, on, on what really happened in the election, which is a really good sign. So you know who the bad guys are who want the truth covered up because they send the lawyers in to try to block the audits. Corrupt sheriff in Maricopa County is helping to try to block it. And the Democrats are hiring tens of, you know, 70-something lawyers they sent in. But it's going forward anyway in Maricopa County because not all the courts are corrupt. That must be really stressful to realize for... For the bad guys that they haven't got all the judges in courts yet, but they don't. And there are other states like Georgia and uh, Minnesota and Wisconsin and even Nevada that are going to be following. When that comes out, see, it's kind of a race against time. They're, they're exposing the reality of what's happening, including Fauci's crimes and Bill Gates's crimes and uh, Biden, of course, being the figurehead is complicit in the whole thing, too. And Trump really should, you know, admit his mistake because at the moment he's also heavily complicit, you know, coming up with warp speed and giving billions of dollars of American money to this program to kill most of the population. That's not a really good record. Not that I know of anybody else that would be better at the moment. So, um Anyway, because of the personal threats, Mike will stop mentioning the Nuremberg tri- tribunals for the moment. And um, he just is accepting the fact that most Americans are like the Germans were in the 1930s. People just wanting to believe and trust and stay cheerful, which I totally understand. Being cheerful feels much better than feeling upset about what's going on. And believe it or not, I'm not recommending feeling upset. Feeling upset weakens you. Anger weakens you. It doesn't matter if it's justified. We talked about this recently. It clouds your vision. And if you let yourself be controlled by anger, you're going to likely say and do things that you'll regret. It's better to stay centered, focused, still, and absolute, sharp, clear perception so that you can decide exactly what you want to do and put it in motion. Um, 
the power structure would really like us to tr- try to do this by violence, that would be super stupid because that would be an excuse for them to take away any shred of remaining freedom and use weapons that they haven't even shown us yet to wipe everybody out. I don't think that's a very good plan. So there are other ways to do it, which I'm going to get into before we're done here. At least mention them. And finally, Mike says, uh, everybody who's telling the truth is in physical danger. And please pray for Mike Adams, even though you're not supposed to know his name anymore because he's banned everywhere. Um, He asked for prayers for him. And um, he's warning also that the massive deaths that are expected to be a few months or years postponed from the shots will be called COVID variants and an excuse for more vaccines. And the people who are not very awake will say, oh my God, more variants. We need more vaccines as fast as possible. And Mike is warning against this. And I think he's absolutely right. Uh, This order for um, Biden to achieve at least 70% for herd immunity, I agree with Mike that the same orders have been given to other national leaders. And the rulers are rushing to do this soon before all the side effects become too obvious and people don't want to do it. Um, Mike says the rulers are determined to kill billions of us, I say all of us, including themselves. Not too many people have that point of view, but it's come to me after decades of work on this. And um, so Mike really questions with the situation as it is whether he should be talking at all. And he's saying, for example, 12 to 15-year-olds now are approved for tests. Uh, Injecting this into 12 to 15-year-old kids. And he said 86% of them had some kind of damaging effect. And they want you to think it's nothing because they call it a side effect. That is a meaningless term. It's some kind of damage or death. And it makes you wonder, what are the parents thinking who hand their kids over for these tests? They're completely, you know, insane, at least temporarily. They can be cured, the parents. But at the moment, they're being totally insane. Some governments, like particularly in Africa, are showing some sanity as opposed to that. And Mike was reporting that Nigeria issued arrest warrants for Pfizer executives. That's a good example. But the problem with it is that the leaders in African countries who know what's happening tend to get killed. And that needs to be solved by massive numbers of people waking up to the same thing. Because whenever they do a test on some of these results of the injections, The FDA says no evidence of causal relationship, and the benefits outweigh the risks anyway. You're just supposed to remember that, memorize it. And so when the kids are given these shots, no, no really honest informed consent is given to the parents or the kids. And do you know what informed consent is? All of you know totally what that is? Um... It's when somebody wants to do a procedure, like a medical procedure to you. They have a pill, you know, or or an injection or whatever. And they say, we want you to take this pill. This is even not an official test. It's just, 
anytime you go to a doctor and he wants to give you a pill or she wants to give you a pill and, and you say, well, what is it and what good or bad things could it do? You're not supposed to have to ask that. The doctor is supposed to tell you before they prescribe anything for you. Here's the what they still call side effects. I think that's a bad term. They should say main effects. But, you know, you need to know that this might give you a headache. It might make you go blind. It might make you not be able to breathe anymore. It might give you a heart attack or blood clots that uh, destroy your brain. Or um, it might just kill you right away. But don't worry because it's safe and effective. And here's all the good things that it does, except it really doesn't do any of those. That's informed consent. Well, that's information. And then to become informed consent, you have to say, yes, I understand it's going to do all these things to me and may kill me, but for the greater good, I want to take it. That's informed consent. You know how common that is? I don't know if it's ever happened. (laughs) You know, because if somebody's selling a poisonous chemical that they say, this is medicine, they call it medicine, right? Totally deception, total deceptive to call that medicine. But if, they're, if that's their business and they're wanting to make billions of dollars by selling this to everybody and making it expensive and patented, why in the world would they want to tell you what's in it or what it's going to do to you? They'd be complete idiots to do that. But that's the law. It's just that's the reason they don't follow it. But without informed consent, according to the Geneva Convention and the Nuremberg Code, they can't do anything medical to you at all. Or in any other way. Why isn't this being followed? It's because the public is too asleep. So I agree with Mike and with Dr. McCullough. Getting as many people aware of these things is really important. And I would go a step beyond that saying that getting as many people with the functioning consciousness so they could even understand what it means is even more important. Because right now there are some governments in certain states in the U.S., Canada, I mean, Canada has been really bad, so has Australia, so has the U.K., Melbourne, Australia, where some of our friends live, a lot of great people, is starting their fourth lockdown to destroy whatever business is left there, as well as the mentality of the people, as well as their ability to make money. And when they do it in a local area like the state that that Melbourne is in, that's like a beta test for the rest of the world. And it has totally horrible results so far psychologically too. So it's a success and they know it'll work. And more people have to become aware so that they are not willing to try this kind of stuff. Um, again, one of the reasons they succeed is that the major media is complicit in all the deaths and injuries and pushing this stuff. And everybody's been trained to only look at your little part of it, not the whole picture. So you do your job in exchange for money and security and uh, the things you need in your life, all that. Um, But we can't be willing to do bad things for money. Once you learn that what you're doing for money is hurting and or killing people, then you have to say, well, I blew that one. I'm sorry. I'll, 
won't do that anymore. But so far, the police, for example, that are in uh, Australia and the UK and Canada and some of them here, they're being willing to carry out atrocities against innocent people for a paycheck. Nobody gets away with anything. Your own consciousness sets up a situation to teach you why you don't want to do that. And it can be unpleasant, and it's better to learn it on your own. So because the major media is complicit in all this, anybody who's working inside media, especially inside censorship, and I'm talking to you, you want to go to uh, projectveritas.com, and I think it's uh, veritastips at protonmail.com, but I'm not positive. Check that out and do something useful. Um, and also to know, it's important that we know that there's a lot of great people willing to be aware of all the horror show and not losing the connection to spirit, connection to God, and the attitude of, I'm not going to get mad, I'm not going to get upset, I'm not going to get all devastated and depressed, I'm going to see clearly what's going on, evaluate what needs to, to happen to expose it and reverse it, and I'm going to dedicate my energy to that. <clears throat> There's so many. We can't mention them all here, but one of them is a doctor that you guys have heard of. It's a lady named Carrie Maday. <clears throat> I'd like to get her on the show sometime. We've had Sherry, Pen Sherry Tenpenny and Lee Merritt and others, and we have a lot of other ones coming soon frontline doctors and others, but I think Carrie would be great too. She's just been way too busy, totally devoted to solving the situation. And um, she does believe that the, the solution is on a spiritual level, which I, I totally think that too. But she says, and others agree, that the three-dimensional act, actions are still necessary, exposing what we can, not forcing people to change, you know, because they're not going to be open to it. But there's a lot of people wanting to find out now. And if you become, learn, uh, first thing is to educate yourself. Change your own behavior, change your own thought patterns and your own emotional patterns and all that. Then be available for the people that come to you and there will be a lot of them. Um, so she and others are saying that the physical actions are necessary not not violence like the bad guys want, but constructive physical acts, whatever's needed. And then ultimately, according to her, and she gave a great talk at a convention called Free and Brave, where I'll be posting it and giving it to Doug to post uh, probably tomorrow or Monday. A lot of great speeches there, and she was, two of them were Carrie Maddy. And... Um, she says the ultimate connection, ultimate solution is connection to God, not just standing around saying, you know, repeating what you believe religiously. That is just talking. I mean, really making the internal connection and activating who we are, who we really are, is the answer according to her. And um, she gave a lot of ex examples of the the power that we really have that we forgot and she talked about the frequency that radiates out of every human being and people who are not tuned into that should remember 
that well you know about cell towers they generate it doesn't you can't see it but there's this tremendous potentially deadly radiation fields coming out of cell towers and you can't see them and you can't smell them you can't hear them and they can kill you there are positive ones too that likewise you can't see or smell or taste or touch but they're very powerful and she was talking about frequency fields that are more powerful than the negative ones coming out of every human being and they get more coherent um as the person wakes up by stages and then coming out of the body and especially the heart center is this gigantic toroidal shape toroidal is like donut you know and shaped like a donut with a hole in the middle there's something about the toroidal shaped field that is really common in nature and it's around every human being and she was referring to a group at stanford that i'm familiar with called heart math they're pretty interesting and also to the japanese water experiment <clears throat> where the researcher put uh technicians in charge of focusing intent and emotion onto a glass of water just something people think is an inanimate object right what this suggests is there are no inanimate objects we we've been so out of it we need to start becoming conscious and in the Japanese water experiment that she's referring to focusing love or hate or n- neutrality to a glass of water and then flash freezing the water and photographing the crystals in a microscope the water is totally changed by the focus of the person looking at that water just like they used to focus on on food and try to remember our origin and god and spirit unless its energy flow through us to the food we're about to eat that wasn't just a silly ritual that was just like these lab techs with the water focusing what the the most powerful things that they found to focus on the water with were love and gratitude and if you did that on the food that you eat and even on the water that you drink it can change on a physical level and then Kerry got into mentioning uh things like ho'oponopono where even without words you're saying i'm sorry i love you please forgive me thank you this was done by dr hugh len in hawaii and all around the world and people got physically affected by it in the, his famous experiment a bunch of uh people with severe mental disorders got completely recovered without any words being spoken so that there are powers that are much stronger than the negative powers and you have them all anything that can be done from the source you can do too and that's so hard for people to grasp you can't just do it and fake it and you can't do it from a densely unconscious awareness you have to change yourself first and that's why uh Carrie Maddie says look we have to awaken our forgotten normal powers and they're not powers that you can um make use of in a dull consciousness or for destructive means if you really want to use them fully it has to be constructive and she's also talking about things you can do to take care of your physical body 
which is really important because it's the vehicle that you're using for everything else. And she's suggesting never wear Bluetooth phones. I've told people about the same thing. These things that you you know you put in your ear. There's something near your ear. It's called your brain, and this is really close to the brain. And it's sending and receiving wireless messages. That's how you can hear it without wires. It's really not intelligent to ever buy or wear one of those. And uh, she's saying if you can, you know, definitely get rid of the Wi-Fi in your env- in your environment. And even if you can turn off a circuit breaker to the room where you sleep at night, that's really helpful. In fact, she's agreeing with a lot of other people saying minimize the time that you spend on devices, phones and tablets and all this junk that the high-tech executives and Bill Gates and people like that know that this harms children and they try to keep them away from it. Um, And if you've fallen for the injection scam, which a lot of, I know a lot of friends that have, and some of them right after getting the shot say, oh my God, what do we do? And what Carrie's message to those people, and there are millions of them, is that don't despair. Everything is not lost. God is more powerful than anything else. Don't take any more. Don't do it again, okay? Don't, because they may want to, they'll be wanting to give you what they call boosters and shots for new variants, which saying that there's a new variant of a virus that they don't even have a sample of the original is just totally ridiculous. The only people that would believe that are the ones that are just too scared to think straight. So don't take any more of it. Don't be injected more. And she said we have to start what really amounts to a parallel civilization. You know, new banks, new schools, new stores, all freedom-oriented, all honesty-oriented, and new farms that are organic or better. Everything has to be started new. And she said, don't be discouraged because even even the rulers make mistakes and they also need our consent. And I agree with that on an esoteric level. Their belief, and I think they're correct, is that they need us to enslave and, and damage and kill ourselves. And that's what we're mostly doing, most of us now. You hand your kids over to a school where they're going to give them these injections or teach them that they're not really the right gender and they have to mutilate their body so that they can recapture the gender they should have had or that at birth a baby is assigned a gender. You know how insane that is to use that language? You're not assigned a gender. You, I know some people don't understand this, but when you look at a baby... You can tell it's either male or it's f- or female, unless there's something you know really terrible congenital defect that affects that. But for almost everybody, you can look at a baby and see if it's a male or a female. Nobody assigns the gender, and insane governments are are actually passing laws where they're going to leave the gender blank on a birth certificate, and whatever gender you feel like you are, or you want to be. Just fill it in, fill in the blank. And that is for the purpose of allowing insanity to spread. The antidote to that is consciousness. And so if you want to be 
in a positive way contagious for consciousness, you start it in yourself. You don't do it by forcing other people to realize something because they're not going to want to do that. But if you do it in yourself, you affect them. We can eventually affect even the people who are controlling this stuff. And uh, Carrie, I think, brought up a really interesting point, too, that uh, the rulers in a time like this get their direction and even their technology sometimes from demonic sources that are not human. I totally agree with that. Uh, We're not talking about ETs. That's a whole different subject. I see no evidence of malicious ETs at all, anywhere. I, I know people talk about that, but if you really dig into it, it makes no sense at all. If if they had the technology to get here from other galaxies and things, um, they would not be at the point of wanting to just cause damage. And if they did want to cause damage, it would be over, as Dr. Greer said, in a, in a nanosecond. The Earth would be smoking ruins and no life left and that i don't know if you have noticed but that hasn't happened so the evidence for malicious ets is zero in my opinion there's a lot of evidence for malicious man-made fake ets abductions mutilations all kinds of stuff and we've talked about that before there's a danger of a false flag fake alien invasion that's that's a real possibility But ETs being actually malicious, I don't see any evidence of that at all. However, I do see evidence, and I've run into it personally, of interdimensional demonic entities being malicious and controlling the rulers right now and controlling other people in the general population out of fear. This is one reason you want to avoid or get over addictions, because they attract this kind of thing and make you open to it. And I've seen that personally as well. This is not a theory. Um, and Carrie is saying, you know, don't, and I would say, talk to your mind about this. But she's saying, just allow for the mentality that positive miracles happen all the time, unless you believe they're impossible. And you can create your own self-fulfilling prophecy that way. You think that things are amazing and miraculous and the source that you came from, God and Spirit, love you and care about details of your life, then you're open to things that can help you when you wouldn't even see them with a negative mindset. So I agree with her. Check your deep beliefs, the mantras, the things that are running around your mind all the time that you're not aware of. Those are powerful. And she said, you know, to remind all of you that God is not about hating and punishing. It's about unconditional, unlimited love. I totally agree with that uh, from personal experience, and I don't see any evidence that God is anything other than that. This human love of seeing bad guys suffer doesn't belong to God, and it's uh, something really different. None of us would have made it if there was that kind of rigid justice in effect. You know, saying that God says, well, they got a chance, but they didn't take it, so we're just going to have to torture them forever. And we're really sorry, but we have to do it because we love everybody so much. This really has the fingerprints of early religious authorities on it, in my opinion. If you think that's God's personality, that is totally up to you. But um, Carrie was saying that's not the case, and I agree with her. Um, 
And she had a couple of interesting experiences. We got to get off the air because I got to get ready for the Planetary Healing Club meeting. But one really, I think, great experience that she shared was she was in the bedroom with uh, sleeping with her husband at the time. I don't think they're married anymore. It sounded like they're not. But at the time she was married and she and her husband were in the bedroom. I think they were sleeping and the whole room filled up with angels. And she said she had the feeling there were thousands of them there. And this incredible atmosphere of just radiant love just penetrating everything. And she said it wasn't a momentary vision. They stayed there for 72 hours and talked to them. <laughs> I, I would say that would be a good experience. And, um, you know, if people get receptive to imagining that really miraculous good things can happen now, not just in old myths and legends, but now. This is, after all, this is an old myth and legend compared to the future, right? So might as well allow it to be what it can be. And the message of those angels to her was, look, don't, no matter what you see physically, don't give up because you have support and work on your receptivity so that you can enjoy being conscious of it. You can do that. Don't waste your energy criticizing everybody else and fighting over who's got the right religion and whose skin color is better than somebody else and what non-believer is subhuman and has to be killed. This is not a good way to get spiritual receptivity and consciousness. Um, Really doing what is talked about is a much better use of time. And she said to start now, and I really agree with that. Great, doctor. Merging spiritual, you know, love-based, total confidence with awareness of the not good things that are happening and saying, no problem, we know whether light is stronger, and it always is. So we can see the results of that sooner if we turn our attention and our priority to getting ourselves in good shape on all levels and becoming receptive to that. And if you're not feeling the presence of um, spirit and angels and all those good friends that we're told that we have, ask, you know. Prayer means communication with the being that you're praying to. You don't have to do it some other time. You can do it now if you want to. (laughs) And I, I really recommend it. So anyway, we're over time a little bit. Um, remember the Sunday show. It's going to be incredible tomorrow night. Our old friend G. Edward Griffin is going to be on the Sunday show um, on many platforms. LostArtsRadio.com has links to all of them. And um, what else? Planetary Healing Club is for the people that want to get deeper into this stuff. I'm, I'm working hard on things I'm going to bring to the club meetings that we can't necessarily say on these public platforms and uh, people that are brave enough and wanting to work on themselves are all invited planetaryhealingclub.com and if you want to support us and you have the financial resources that that would be appreciated a dollar or a thousand or a million dollars whatever if we had a lot of money right now we'd start building a school that we've been waiting on for years at this point But 
at least help us share the uh, links to get around the sensors. And then if you're one of those people that has the ability to help us financially, you say you donate links at lostartsradio.com and at lostartsresearchinstitute.org. That's our nonprofit. And subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio. I think that's it. Um, contact forms are on the websites too. If you have suggestions for shows or guests or topics or things to talk about, if you're in Planetary Healing Club, things that you want to be discussed in there that we can deal with, feel free to share those. And the people that join the club and are in a time zone like Eastern Europe where it's just really not practical to get up in the middle of the night to join us live, you can participate. Uh, You get access to all the uh, recorded versions and then participate by email and have the questions that you want to be addressed come up. We'll talk about forbidden health information that you're not supposed to have access to and uh, areas of consciousness which are vast and powerful and applicable to anybody that's open to it. So anyway, that's what that's about. Thanks for being with us tonight. I really appreciate it. Um, share the links and main message as always take care of yourself on all levels learn learn everything you can that will help you do that and then even if you don't say anything about it you'll be having a massive impact on everybody you are now and that'll be even more so thank you I enjoy getting to visit with you and look forward to seeing you in a week and remember Ed Griffin tomorrow night and I'll meet you there have a good night Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to Subscribestar.com slash Lost Arts Radio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level, from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big tech's platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. 
In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows except the banned ones are on our YouTube channel at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit Brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month, where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com slash music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.